brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Hello there, wrestling fans. Welcome to a brand new episode of 360 Wrestling Fanatic. I am your host, Lance Brack, and on this episode, I'm a little later doing this episode than I wanted to, so I'm going to squeeze a lot of pro wrestling talk in a little bit of time. Or at least try to anyway. And got a lot of wrestling to talk about. Got two big AEW shows. Dynamite and Rampage. Both of them Grand Slam episodes, by the way. Live from New York, Arthur Ashe Stadium. Wednesday and this past Friday night. Also, going to talk about. Friday Night Smackdown, and Impact Wrestling's Victory Road Impact Plus Special. So, let's not waste too much more time, and let's just get into it already. And I'm just going to talk about both AEW shows together, back to back. And let's start off from this past Wednesday night. Live from Queens, New York, at Arthur Ashe Stadium, it is AEW Dynamite Grand Slam. The commentators for this one, Tony Schiavone, Excalibur, and Taz also on commentary later on, and we start things off big. With a Ring of Honor World Championship match. And Ian Riccoboni also joins the commentary team for this one. Chris Jericho taking on Claudio Castagnoli. And Jericho shakes Claudio's hand to do the Code of Honor. And then he slaps him. 
And these two have a very good opening match in this one. That Jared, or um, Claudio, excuse me, hits the swing. But this time it wasn't on top of a cage, just like Blood and Guts here in Detroit back in June. But this one was still pretty impressive though. He had it going for quite a while. But the finish sees Jericho get Aubrey Edwards in front of him, hits a low blow on Claudio, then the Judas effect, and is able to get the win, and for the first time in his career, become the Ring of Honor World Champion, and win his eighth, or Ocho, as he said, World Championship in his career. And it'll be interesting to see as this new version of Ring of Honor under the ownership of Tony Khan continues, if it continues, uh, or if it gets a TV deal, I should say. And with if, if they do and the TV show starts with Chris Jericho as the Ring of Honor world champion, but I think it could work out pretty good with Jericho as the top heel on the show. And let's move on with the AEW World Tag Team Championship match. A rematch from All Out. Swerve and our glory. Keith Lee, Swerve Strickland taking on the acclaimed. Max Caster and Anthony Bowens. If you remember from All Out, these two teams had a great match that was talked about. And I even picked it as definitely one of my matches of the night. And it was a, kind of a surprise how over the claimed were in Chicago that night. Swerve and our glory retained and after the night though a lot of people were saying that Tony Khan maybe should have got on headset and called an audible during the match and said hey they're so over the claimed let's switch it up have them win the titles tonight but that did not happen so we had the rematch here at Arthur Ashe Stadium. And this time though, it is the acclaimed picking up the win and becoming the brand new AEW World Tag Team Champions for the first time in their AEW career. And this one, maybe the match was not quite as good as the first match that they had at All Out, but there was a huge pop when they won the titles. And now Tony Schiavone is there to interview Willer Yuta, but he is interrupted by MJF, who cuts a great heel promo as always. Then MJF attacks Yuta and then pushes 
Tony Schiavone down, putting his hands on him. And I've said it before many times, and I'll say it again many times, I'm sure. One of, if not the best heel in all of wrestling right now, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. And I would say it's not a question if he's going to be the world champion one day. It's just when are they going to put the world title on him? They've got to. <laughs> um, he is doing such a great job right now. they got to put the world title on him eventually. Speaking of titles, we have a title match coming up next for the AEW All-Atlantic Championship pack taking on Orange Cassidy. This one's very good. We have Orange Cassidy doing his usual stuff to upset Pack, and then Pack goes outside the ring, grabs the ring bell hammer, covers up a little bit, hits Orange Cassidy right in the face with it, then throws him back in the ring, gets the pin to retain the title. Pretty good match here, I thought. Big fan of both guys. And the AEW Interim Women's Championship is up next. In a four-way match, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, Serena Deeb, Athena, and Tony Storm. We see Storm pin Britt Baker to retain the championship which I thought was a pretty good match here. And then after the match, we see Jamie Hayter make her way to the ring. Not lately. She's been having a little bit of differences with Dr. Britt Baker. And she makes her way to the ring. Acts like... Maybe she's going to get into it with Dr. Britt Baker this time, but instead she goes after Tony Storm. And then we see the AEW debut of the former Paige, now known as Soraya in All Elite Wrestling. She makes her way to the ring, clears it. Clears the heels out and then celebrates with the baby faces in the ring. It will definitely be interesting to see if she does wrestle in AEW now. Honestly, not quite sure of that just yet because today actually I listened to Sunday night's main event Dave Meltzer said not quite sure just yet if she has been cleared uh, from the injury back in 2017 why she was out of the ring for so long but he's, Meltzer says if Dr. Sampson clears her then she will definitely be able to wrestle in AEW, so we'll have to stay tuned and see what happens there. I have to admit, I would like to see Paige back in a wrestling ring once again. And now let's go on to Rampage. 
Grand Slam once again from Arthur Ashe Stadium, Queens, New York. On the same night, actually, just taped after Dynamite went off the air. And we start off with a street fight tag team match. Sting and Darby Allen taking on the House of Black. Buddy Murphy, or Buddy Matthews, excuse me, and Brody King with Julia Hart in their corner. And there were a lot of dangerous spots, I have to admit, in this one. A lot of crazy bumps, crazy moves, crazy dives in this one. And Sting going through the tables off the stage. And the finish in this one, huge surprise here. The legendary Great Muda showing up who will have his final match in January. And he comes to the ring, sprays, but first, let me back up a little bit. I left out a couple important things. Sting, Darby Allen out of the ring, taken out. Sting handcuffed in the ring, in a chair. Looks like Buddy Matthews is gonna finish the match, take Sting out, get the win for his team. But then... We see the appearance of the Japanese legend, the great Muda, and he makes his way to the ring, sprays the mist in the face of Buddy Matthews, and he backs up and bumps into Julia Hart, who, there was a table there at ringside, who was supposed to go through it. She kind of, not quite, but kind of overlapped and didn't land on it quite right. It, the, you can see the middle, in the middle of it, part of the table actually break, but it was still standing. And then she went right to the floor. You can see she hit her head on the guardrail as well. Very scary bump here, but luckily, the next day on Twitter, she did tweet, luckily, that she is fine after that. So, it is good to see that she was not seriously injured after that table spot. But back in the ring, the great Muda sprays Buddy Murphy, Sting gets the win for his team. And then we see Sting and Muda shake hands and hug after the match. And then some news the day after that broke. It was It's already been announced before that in January, the great Muda will be wrestling his final match for pro wrestling Noah in Japan. And now we know that Sting will be a part of that match, teaming with the great Muda. I remember when I was a kid back uh, WCW Sting the great matches he had with great Muda and Muda not only matches with Sting but also Lex Luger 
Ric Flair. That's going to definitely be a good match to watch. And also, let's continue with Rampage now. Hook and Action Bronson. A rapper, I guess. Definitely not a big rap fan. And the first I've heard of him, I have to admit, is when a little while back when Hook debuted his new theme music. I remember them hearing hearing them say that it was Action Bronson. I never heard of him then and then obviously this match now. But they team up and they defeat the Jericho Appreciation Society team of Matt Menard and Cool Hand and Angelo Parker which was an okay match. Definitely not bad at all at the net. Action Bronson did work a pretty good match here. Or at least in my opinion anyway. So that definitely wasn't bad. And we have more tag team action up next. Samoa Joe and Wardlow. The team known as Warjo. Taking on Tony Neese and Josh Woods with Smart Mark Sterling in their corner. Not a bad match. Samoa Joe and Wardlow get the win. And next up we have Jungle Boy and Ray Phoenix. Very good match here. I thought both of these guys looked great. Jungle Boy gets the win. And both of these guys definitely have a bright future in front of them. Especially Jungle Boy. Definitely see big things for him in the future. Eddie Kingston and Sammy Guevara up next with Ty Mello in Guevara's corner. Good match here. Kingston actually picks up the win with a submission. But however, he refuses to release the hold. So the re decision gets reversed. And Guevara is declared the winner. And then Kingston destroys the security. And next up, the AEW TBS Championship is on the line. Jade Cargill taking on Diamante with another rapper, Trina, in her corner. And Jade gets the win to retain the title and to extend her winning streak to 38-0. and 0. Not a bad match. I'm going to say it was really anything spectacular or that special, but still pretty good. And now it is time for the Golden Ticket Battle Royal. And definitely not a bad match at all, though. The final four, Hangman Adam Page, Jay Lethal, Roosh, and Penta El Zero Nero. And the victor in this Golden Ticket Battle Royal, Hangman Adam Page, 
Now time for the main event of Rampage Grand Slam. It is the Lights Out match. Powerhouse Hobbs taking on Ricky Starks. This feud has been good. The build-up former Team Taz teammates. Now enemies going at it. Very good here. These two definitely gave their best effort in this main event. Absolute Ricky Starks wins this match. Definitely enjoyed it. Usually when AEW has one of the lights out match and very good because like I said it's usually for two guys who have been feuding for quite a while and need to settle a score so they have this unsanctioned match where they can just have a no holds barred brawl and this one was no different and now let's go back in time a couple hours on Friday night to WWE Friday Night Smackdown and we start off I have to admit this could be I know a lot of people have already said this I heard on post wrestling on Rewind of Smackdown them John Pollock and Wei Ting say it and I've heard other people say this as well possibly the segment of the year with the bloodline and then Roman Reigns questioning why Sami Zayn was there and telling him to take the shirt off. And this really looked like they were rushing the turn that. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It kind of looked like the bloodline was going to turn on Sami Zayn right here on SmackDown, but the reason Roman had him take the shirt off because he got him a brand new shirt that says the Honorary Oose. And both of them, everybody really, especially while this was going on, Jay Uso, who in the bloodline was is the one guy that really doesn't want Sami Zayn there. I mean, Jay Uso is cool with him. Solo is cool with him. Paul Heyman is okay with him, I guess. But Jay Uso definitely doesn't want him there. And while Roman is cutting that promo on him, like he's going to kick him out of the bloodline, He's happy, and then when Roman tells him he got him that honorary Oos shirt, 
You can see the disappointment in his face. And great segment from the bloodline here. All of them just did a fantastic job. And next up we have our first match of the evening. We have women's action. The SmackDown Women's Champion Liv Morgan taking on Lacey Evans, who's back and for some reason has some camouflage face paint on her forehead. Uh, really not sure what they're doing with her character now. They, a while ago, they were showing those videos, make her seem like an American hero, and then when they brought her on TV, uh, she was a heel, and now, then she disappeared, and now she's back, and, but this match was more so just to have Liv Morgan show that she can compete and hang in an Extreme Rules match when she takes on Ronda Rousey at Extreme Rules. And Liv Morgan, of course, victorious in this one. And then, after the match, she uses a kendo stick on Lacey Evans. Tag team action. Or not tag team action, I should say. But, we see... Because it's not a match, but... We see backstage, Ricochet and Mac Moss kind of teasing Sami Zayn. And then, Solo comes up and attacks both of them and Sammy gives a good line here he says he was about to do that and Braun Strowman in action taking on Otis defeats Otis here in this one not a bad match but not definitely not bad for a TV match anyway and then, our main event of the evening for the WWE Undisputed Tag Team Championships, we have the Usos taking on the Brawling Brutes. And, good match here, but is the Usos retaining due to some interference from Imperium? And the Usos retain, and they're really, um... Setting up for them to break the record because they're they discussed in a video package that there's only two teams ahead of them now Demolition and The New Day. And I definitely would not be surprised at all if those end up passing both of them. Become, becoming the longest reigning WWE Tag Team Champions. So, pretty good SmackDown. And, I thought, and but one of the most newsworthy things that came from SmackDown wasn't even shown on TV. On Monday night, the QR code thing with the White Rabbit showed 923 on 923 
And what happened was, was actually during one of the breaks, like they've been doing, was the song by Jefferson Air Airplane, White Rabbit, that played, of course, videos of this people with their phones, got online, of course. And then I, I hear they have a shirt or something that came out, and... Something about the arena where Raw will be this Monday night from Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. So I don't think this is going to be the reveal, but just another tease to whatever this white rabbit thing is. Uh, the rumor, well, what everybody online thinks anyway is it's going to be the return of Bray Wyatt. Which it could be. I definitely wouldn't be surprised if it is. And I haven't heard anybody talk about this, but what I was thinking was, I, I don't know if Bray Wyatt, if he does come back, if he's going to return as the Fiend or the... Firefly Funhouse Bray but of course Rambling Rabbit was a part of the Firefly Funhouse but who knows because I think if he does come back that this is going to be a completely new character for Bray Wyatt that we have not seen yet in WWE Who knows, he could come back as the Fiend, but I think it's going to be a different character. And that was Smackdown for Friday night. Now let's go on to Saturday night, Impact Wrestling Victory Road, which was live on Impact Plus and YouTube for the Ultimate Insiders, also Fight TV as well. And live from Nashville, Tennessee at Skyway Studios, the commentators, Tom Hannafin and Matt Raywall. We start things off with an exciting X-Division match. Speedball Mike Bailey defending the Impact X-Division Championship against Delirious. Standout, I'm sure everybody remembers from Ring of Honor, Chakara, other indies. Very good match here. Bailey retains. Next up, we have tag team action taking uh, between Honor No More and the Motor City Machine Guns. And the guns are victorious. Alex Shelley getting the pin over Vincent. Next up is a, the Triple Threat Revolver for the number one contendership for the X Division title. And this is the only, the second Triple Threat Revolver in Impact history. And we start off, in case you haven't seen the first one, the rules are we start off with three. And then 
once one is pinned, they are eliminated from the match, and then another wrestler enters and then keeps going until everyone has been in the match, and then when it's down to the final three, pinfall submission, this is the winner. And we start off with Mia Yim, Laredo Kid, and Trey Miguel. Mia Yim pins Laredo Kid to eliminate him from the match, and we have Alex Zane now next. And Mia Yim actually pins him too, looking very impressive. So Zane is eliminated, and then representing Honor No More, it is Kenny King. He pins Mia Yim, and next up, Yuamura is up next. And Trey Miguel pins Mira. Frankie Kazarian, representing AEW here at Victory Road, is out next. He submits Trey Miguel. He's eliminated. And next up from Decay, the final wrestler out, Black Taurus. And Kazarian pins Kenny King to win the Triple Threat Revolver. So at Bound for Glory, on October 7th, we will see for the X Division Championship, Speedball Mike Bailey versus Frankie Kazarian, which I'm sure is going to be a very good match. And that's one you don't want to miss, I'm sure. And next up, we see the surprise appearance from Bobby Fish, who is now a free agent. And he cuts a promo, and he's interrupted by Raj Singh and Shira. And he clears the ring, and definitely... Interesting to see Bobby Fish and Impact Wrestling now. What he what he's gonna do at Bound for Glory? I'm sure he's gonna be involved somehow. And next up, six man tag team action. Honor no more. Eddie Edwards and the OG Kingdom. Mike Bennett and Matt Taven taking on Rich Swan Heath. And the Impact Wrestling World Champion, Josh Alexander. And Heath is out brawling with Bennett and Taven. Swan is on the top rope. But instead of going in the ring to help Alexander out, he dives onto Bennett and Taven, helping Heath. And then in the ring... Edwards is able to get the pin on Alexander, pinning the Impact World Champion, getting the win for Honor No More in this one. That will definitely be another good matchup bound for glory for the Impact World title, the main event, Eddie Edwards versus Josh Alexander. Pick Your Poison is up next. Masha Slamovich was able to pick Jordan Grace's opponent for Victory Road. And she picked Max the Impaler, who has been very impressive in NWA. If you haven't seen her yet, you should definitely check her out. This match is definitely hard-hitting. 
these two women definitely put on a good one. I thought Jordan Grace gets the win, though. And the current Knockouts champion says that pick your poison works both ways, and she gets to pick Slamovich's opponent for Impact Wrestling this Thursday. And Slamovich will be facing Alley Catch, and it will be a Monsters Ball match this Thursday at Impact Wrestling on Access TV. And now, time for the main event of the evening. Barbed Wire Massacre, Sammy Callahan, Moose, and Steve Macklin. And this one was a little different than the other Barbed Wire Massacres that have taken place in Impact slash TNA in the past. Um, not necessarily a bad thing, but... They had the ropes up in this one and just had the barbed wire wrapped around it and they had a couple of barbed wire boards, a barbed wire video game controller, a barbed wire rolling pin, and like what I was going to say though, in the other ones, in Impact History, they have been where they've taken down the ropes and just had the barbed wire itself up instead of the ropes, but... Like I said, the couple barbed wire matches that AEW has done have been like that, which necessarily isn't the bad is a bad thing, but these three definitely put on a good match, and of course it was bloody barbed wire massacre, what you would expect, and. Definitely nothing against Steve Macklin at all in this match. It was a great effort from all three men. But Steve Macklin pins Sammy Callahan in this one to get the win. Kind of surprising to be honest. And it's his victorious in his first barbed wire massacre match. So overall, Victory Road, and like I always say, for these Impact Plus specials, so far since Impact has been doing them, to be honest, I haven't really seen a bad show, and all of them have been very good actually, you can check them out on Impact Plus, it is a very good value in my opinion and YouTube you can sign up to be an ultimate insider and you can order the show separate on Fight TV and only $9.99 in case you um, you can order the replay of course on any of those options I definitely recommend if you did not see the show definitely worth checking out if you haven't seen it yet very good not really a bad match on the show at all and that's it for this episode of 360 wrestling fanatic thank you for listening right here on spreaker or anywhere else where you can listen to podcasts and wanted to talk about those shows 
in about a little less than two weeks now, we have another big wrestling weekend coming up. Friday night, not only Friday, October 7th, I should say, not only, of course, we got SmackDown, Rampage, and also Impact Bound for Glory that night. I was thinking that I was going to watch Bound for Glory live and then watch SmackDown and Rampage. I'm not, I haven't decided for the podcast yet what I'm going to do because I definitely want to recap Bound for Glory and SmackDown and Rampage. I don't know if I'm going to watch Bound for Glory and then do a podcast about the pay-per-view and then um, do a separate one with SmackDown and Rampage or watch all three and then do one podcast recapping all three of them. I haven't decided just yet. And then also the day after that Saturday is Extreme Rules and AEW Battle of the Belts which will be taped the night before and also live rampage that Friday night and I'm not sure if usually the Battle of the Belts air at 8pm on TNT but with are they, I don't know if they're gonna go head to head with Extreme Rules or if maybe for this one time They'll air the Battle of the Belts at a different time. But we'll have to wait and see when that will air. Big wrestling weekend coming up. The weekend of October 7th. And thank you for listening to 360 Wrestling Fanatic. Remember, right here on Spreaker is the main one to listen to on anywhere you can listen to podcasts, though. Also on the 360 Wrestling Podcast YouTube channel. If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, or whatever you want to say, the email is 360wrestlingpodcast at gmail.com. Also, you can support 360 Wrestling Podcast, make the podcast bigger and better, help support, and like they say, help me keep the lights on, and... You don't have to, though, but if you have a little extra, you want to help, you can anchor.fm slash 360-wrestling-podcast360. I'll put in the description. Also, streamlabs.com slash 360-wrestling-podcast. And I had some computer issues the other day. Wasn't able to stream. Was going to stream the unboxing that I did for the September Pro Wrestling Crate, but I had some trouble, so I just had ended up having to record a video that is on the YouTube channel you can watch right now. And that's it for this episode. Hope to be back soon with another one. Until then, though, I am Lance, and I am a wrestling fanatic.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.